0: Hello and welcome to the Ask Adam and Ryan show. My name is Ryan Sheehy
1: and my name is Adam Welcome and uh, this is the show where you have questions and we have answers.
0: Bro, what's been going on, man? Well, first off, we're recording this episode live from ICE 2019 here in Schaumburg, Illinois.
1: Illinois Computing Educators Conference, super great conference about 45 minutes outside of Chicago. And um, yeah, man, it's been—it was a good day, and uh, a lot of great educators, and in, uh, in Illinois, a lot of fun people. It's always great connecting with those people you know on social media, in person, uh, as kids would say, IRL,
0: in real life. But uh, what else has been going on, man, in your life? Uh, not much, man. Just busy, busy. Yesterday, you know, uh, was at school for most of the day. Uh, it was funny because uh, teachers were bundling up, and we we're all cold because it was fifty-five degrees and raining, <laughs> and then we. I roll up here last night. It's like nine degrees outside, so uh, yeah, it was chilly this bit, morning. A little bit different, yeah. And uh, your wife is expecting. My, well, my, con- I mean, kind of. She's not going <laughs> to like to hear that when she listens to this episode. <laughs> my dog is <laughs> your wife's dog is ex- is expecting. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, good, so yeah. we played we played a game this morning. Uh, I showed Adam the X ray of the dog's stomach. Um, so puppies are are arriving at the Shihi house anytime now. And so we were trying to see how many vertebrae and skulls we could identify in the picture, and we we're at like seven, eight. Uh, so we'll see. Last last time, last litter, they said uh, seven, and then so after seven, we took her to the vet to make sure that everything was good, yeah. and then another one popped out on the X ray table. Oh wow! So uh, so the we'll mom's see. a yellow lab, the dad's a yellow lab.
1: So yeah. if people are looking for a puppy, they can like message you. Yeah, potentially hit me up. Right, hit great up. puppies. I almost got one the last round, but we decided not to. So, um, just too much going on. They will be the
0: most handled puppies. Yeah. you would ever be able to get Handle- super
1: awesome dog. Super awesome dog handled by the
0: shihiz and the welcome. Yeah, sure, they'll be yes. there all the time. Many children. So, yeah. cool, man. You want to get started? Let's do it. So, if you have if you have an interview for an admin position and you only have thirty minutes to talk talk to the school district, what do you talk about, and what what do you make sure to include? So, I think you know in a in an admin position interview, you obviously want to talk about your philosophy of education and kind of making sure that you are telling the story of who you are and what you would want to do in the building. Um, I think too often in, in educators and for especially for admin position, change their messaging to make sure that it fits within the lines of what the uh, district has done or has always done or wants to do. And I, I think for me, it was really important to be real and to be truly authentic. Because I want to make sure if you're hiring me, I want to make sure you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to try to do. This is the areas that I want to grow in. Because I want to be authentic. I don't want to come in and fit a mold. Um, I am my own mold, and you know, I think that we have so much to offer as educators to sh- just really make sure that you include your philosophy about education. What are your top three things you would like to do, and how are you going to do it? Those would be my things that my talking points.
1: Well, first off. I mean, hopefully, a district is going to give more than thirty minutes to interview an administrator. I, I think that's one thing that is lacking in education: just the length and depth of interviews. Yeah, Uh, I really do. But I would say, show your personality. You know, make sure you laugh, make sure you smile, because, you know, to your point, man, like show who you really are. Because if the district doesn't want you for who you really are then you don't want to be in that district. And I know if you, if someone's interviewing for a job, they obviously want to make a change, but you got, you got to really make sure that it's a place that wants you and in turn you want them. And it's a good, you know, it's a good kind of harmonious situation. So you don't want to act a certain way and act too serious. And then they hire you and then you actually have a different personality and they got someone different. It's kind of like dating and marriage. You you got to get to know the person before you yeah. really make that commitment. So I would say, you know, with that thirty minutes, just try to make as many connections with the people at the interview panel as you can, and uh, yeah, see what happens. Yeah, the so. interview interview is like a speed date. It, it is speed date. You're yeah. speed dating the table. Yeah. Uh, question two: How involved have you been, or not? And this question is directed to Ryan and myself in steering your own kids toward exceptional educators' classes. Or away from burnt out educators' classes. Well, my kids don't go to my school. Uh, I'm not the principal at my kid's school. And I know the principal at my kid's school. And she knows who I am. But I have not done any steering or any type of uh, meeting with the principal to, to like get them to the teachers that I think they should have. Because to be honest, I, I really don't know. The only time I would ever do that is if my older child had an experience that my wife and I felt was not positive. Would I then go talk to the principal about my my younger child? I'm not going to listen to rumors at the pool or at the soccer field about teachers when we've had no experience with my older child having them. You know. With that being said, uh, when I was a principal, uh, another colleague of mine in the district had his daughter at my school and. I'd call him up and be like, Hey man, like, what do you think? And we would talk and talk through it. And most times it was like, Hey, you, whatever you think, uh, I trust you. So I know that does go on, but I would say only if needed, would I ever kind of
0: interject into the situation. Yeah. For me, you know, I have four kids that were all actually three at the same time in school. Um, my oldest is in middle school now and kind of the same thing. Um, my oldest kind of, he kind of set the path of different teachers. Uh, It's weird because my second and my third, my son and my daughter have had different teachers. Um, I've never asked, I work in the same district Mm -hmm. where my kids go to school, but I don't, I'm not the principal of their school. Um, I've never asked the principal, Hey, can you make sure my kid gets this teacher or that teacher? Um, It has been, I have experienced that, you know, my kids have gotten a teacher that I was kind of a little unweary about, a little Mm -hmm. leery about and wasn't, wasn't too sure so you know i give them the benefit of the doubt and as the year goes on i have no problem sitting down and having that conversation with those teachers saying hey this is what i'm seeing this is what i'm hearing what can i do what can i do to support you and how can i help you help the kids and really looking at it from that frame of my that lens to making sure that we're there to support um but definitely not going out and out and around to make sure that i steer it steer them towards one one teacher or not honestly my kids our kids, every kid typically loves their teacher, mm-hmm. you know, and as a parent, as the adult, we might not always love them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but uh, our kids too. And ultimately that's the most important piece is our kid has that connection with them and it's building that relationship. Um, some of our teachers, some of our educators aren't great in making those adult relationships mm-hmm. and um, they're much better, much better in the classroom with, you know, a group of second graders or a group of third graders. So really allowing the process to work. Question number three: What's a critical interview question that you ask in interviews that will tell you all you need to know about your potential hire? We've had this question before, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I think one of one of my go-to's is uh, if you were a breakfast cereal, what breakfast cereal would you be and why?
1: And it's <laughs>
0: and I love asking the question because it totally throws people off. Oatmeal. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, you know. I hear so many different things. I interviewed uh, for a fifth grade position last year and four interviews all the same exact answer without hesitation and i'm kind of mm-hmm. like hmm that that makes me think that you don't kind of go out on your on a limb and think for yourself um it was lucky charms with uh lucky charms that was people's thing i said <laughs> okay i can get that you know I, i'm definitely i would go with uh captain crunch with Crunchberries. oh my gosh you know some leadership but able to have fun with the Crunchberry part in there all right, all right. you know um uh, my uh One of my secretaries asked once, she's like, what would I be? And I said, I fiber one, you know, and so we had a good laugh about that. Um, And I think, you know, some, some of those questions that put people um, out of their comfort zone, you know, I think that when you prepare for an interview, you kind of know like, hey, what's your philosophy of education, you know, tell me about yourself and some pedagogical questions. I like to put people outside their comfort zone. Um, I, I really like to start interviews with scenarios. Um, or, you know, get up and teach me a lesson. Here's the prompt, teach me a lesson. So Mm -hmm. not necessarily a a question per se, um, but doing that. And then I also like to have some type of like five to 10 rapid fire, one word answer questions, ready to go. Just, just rapid fire. See how quick can people think on their feet? And it really gives us a little bit of a window into who these people are.
1: You know, I think I've said this before in the podcast, but my favorite question is what's the coolest adventure you've been on? because I really want to see where people go with it. It's super open-ended. And for me, if you've traveled across Thailand and you don't speak Thai and you can navigate all of that, like chances are you can navigate a classroom because you're easygoing and you're flexible. Or you rode your bike across the country for some, uh, you know, cool cause that just shows that you have grit. And it just kind of shows like what kind of personality you have and where you're going to go with the question. You know, if you Google, if you go to like, fast company or Inc. uh, dot com and you Google interview questions, there's a lot of articles about with, um, with like technology companies and the questions that they ask, which is pretty cool. Um, and just why they ask them and how they ask them. It's kind of a cool thing to do. So that's just like a little side note to, uh, to check out. So question four, why in education, do teachers not want to share all the things happening in their classroom? (laughs) <laughs> That's a great question. And I think some of it I think some of it is fear. People, teachers may not think that their idea is a good idea, and other people won't think it's a good idea. Other times, people uh, have ego and they want to hoard their ideas. Uh, I see that a lot. They want credit and they don't want to give credit. They don't want other people to get credit for things that they're doing, which to me is totally moronic because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, who cares if we're benefiting the kids? You know, teachers, don't get uh, bonuses, at least in no district I've ever worked in. Yeah. So I think to me, like, those are a couple of the different reasons of why people don't share kind of what's going on in their classroom. Fear and just
0: um, – yeah, I think fear is the biggest one, I would yeah. say, in my opinion. I don't think we brag enough as educators, you know, because there's so many amazing things happening in classrooms across the country. And, yeah, it is a fear of fair, of, of sharing that. Um, and I think, you know, education is, is about – teaching is about taking other people's ideas and running with them and not necessarily, we don't need to recreate the wheel. You know, we don't need to recreate every idea that's out there. Really share. It doesn't matter where you saw it, go out and try it, you know? And um, I think if we can work with educators from around the world on sharing more, I think all we are going to do is push our craft of teaching to the next level. So get out there and share. Yep. Question five if you had three wishes for education, what would they be? Um, i would I would love to see um, educators uh, compensated more. Mm-hmm. i'd I'd love to see more opportunities for professional development. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see so many, so many of the restrictions on education taken off. I think we, if we did that, we'd really allow we we'd take away the constraints and allow teachers, to really share their ex their expertise and that share that creativity with our kids, which would just make our kids grow in such in a way that they haven't been able to do.
1: I like it. Um, no more homework, no more state testing, and that's that's one. I'm gonna put those together. Second one is more choice and voice in the classroom. I believe kids need to be need to have more say in their learning and what they are doing. I really I really believe that. And the third one, I would say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to teachers, is no no student loans. Uh, I really think that that is such an inhibiting piece for teachers that have loans because teachers already do not make enough, to your yeah. point. And those loans can just hamper people. I was one of those people teaching and then working two side jobs as a young 23-year-old teacher because I had student loans. And it just takes away brain space and energy when you're just hustling and hustling and hustling and it's just not the way it should be. So um, yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. Tweet us your questions at Mr. Adam Welcome or at R W and we'll try to answer as many as we can on our next show. Thank you
0: so much for listening. We'll see you next week and be sure to tune in.